0: All right. Five minutes after nine on your Monday morning and uh, time now for us to check in as we do every Monday at this time with our senior White House correspondent for great television, Mr. John Decker. Good morning, John.
1: Hey, good morning to you, Pam. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a great weekend. Yeah,
0: doing well, doing well. It's Monday again. Here we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right. Exactly. So let's like do, uh,
0: do a little review of CPAC. How about that first?
1: Yeah, that's a great way to uh, begin our, our discussion. Uh, this was, I think, this year, Pam, it wasn't CPAC. It was TPAC. Mm-hmm. It was T as in Donald Trump, because this uh, conference, which happens every year, really was dominated by Donald Trump. You headline this conference, Uh, the people that turned out for this conference were there because they wanted to see and hear from Donald Trump. And at the end of it, they have a straw poll, and in that poll, uh, Donald Trump was the overwhelming favorite to be the Republican nominee in 2024, beat everybody by double digits, and uh, not a big surprise. Meanwhile... Uh, I think another element to what happened over the weekend was while Donald Trump was speaking at CPAC 3,000 miles away out in California at the Ronald Reagan Library, Ron DeSantis was speaking. Uh, And so uh, everyone, including myself, anticipating uh, his getting into the race, challenging Donald Trump, because I think he is going to be the toughest challenger for Donald Trump in terms of securing the Republican nomination in 2024.
0: Yeah, I think part of the story with CPAC is that you know, for is who wasn't there? You know, there were right. quite a few that chose not to attend.
1: Yeah, that's right, uh, including uh, Mike Pence, former mm-hmm. vice president, second year in a row that he has skipped CPAC. Uh, Tim Scott, a Republican senator from South Carolina who's contemplating a run of his own for the Republican nomination. He, too, skipped the CPAC conference. Uh, and so uh, who did— Besides Donald Trump, uh, well, Nikki Haley, she's a a declared candidate for the Republican nomination. Mike Pompeo, he's contemplating a run for the Republican nomination. But they were the two, I think, uh, potential and, and actual challengers for Donald Trump who actually showed up at the CPAC conference.
0: And I was reading some reports that said it wasn't as well attended as it has been in the past. It wasn't.
1: Yeah, that is true. It was sparsely attended. I think that's a good way to describe it. It doesn't help matters that the chair of the CPAC conference is under uh, a cloud right now uh, because of uh, a lawsuit that has been brought against him and his wife, CPAC itself, for uh, uh, allegations of sexual assault uh, against someone who served as a volunteer uh, for Herschel Walker in his Senate run. Uh, He claims that uh, Matt Schlapp, the chair of CPAC, sexually assaulted him. So I think that's another reason for uh, the fact that you didn't have as many Republican potential candidates at this conference this year that you would have had uh, typically a year out from the Republican nomination.
0: Yeah. All right. So what else is happening in Washington?
1: (laughs) Well, what else? We have uh, Donald Trump. He will... uh, Donald Trump. We have Joe Biden. He will be uh, speaking in Pennsylvania on Thursday, unveiling his budget for the next fiscal year. He'll do so in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That will happen later in the week. Uh, so, uh, and then in addition to that, uh, Joe Biden yesterday was in Selma, Alabama, marking the 58th anniversary of Bloody Sunday, uh, and uh, he took part. He was the headliner for that event in terms of walking across. The Edmund Pettus Bridge in Selma, Alabama, the same way that uh, civil rights workers uh, tried to march across the bridge 58 years ago and were beaten, were beaten for doing so by white police officers. So that took place over the weekend, Pam.
0: And I I would imagine that people are still asking him if he's going to East Palestine.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's a good question. And uh, always the same answer. Yeah. Uh, Um, uh, Joe Biden and for the people who speak on behalf of Joe Biden, no plans uh, to travel to eastern Ohio anytime soon. And, uh, you know, I I don't I don't understand it. it's a head scratcher for me. It's an an easy check to make. And yes, uh, this is not an area that is supportive or was supportive of his candidacy uh, for president. That is true. But he is president for All people, all Americans, not just uh, certain Americans. And that, that to me, is a head scratch for why he doesn't travel there.
0: Yeah, I'm sure people are still going to be asking that question until... Yeah,
1: no, uh, that is true.
0: All right, sir. Well, um, we'll have another chat with you tomorrow. Have a good day.
1: I look forward to it. Thanks again, Pam. Have a great day. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.